Good morning, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Welcome to Monday Morning Live with Michelle and Tracy. I'm Michelle. Oh, I'm Tracy, in case you can't tell. (laughs) (laughs) And we are the co-founders of Missing Logic and the co-hosts of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast and the dynamic duo coaches of the Rise of the Resilient and Balanced Healthcare Leaders Coaching Program. And of course, we're your hosts for Sunnyside Up on Friday Happy Hour and for Monday Morning Live. So we're very happy you're here. Very, very. Yes. And as you know, we shared this is a little experiment doing our Monday Morning Live, which also drops as a podcast. And uh, let us know what you think. Drop us a note in the comments. And even if you're catching us on replay on our Facebook page, We'll take your comments. <laughs> sure, we will. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. 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 So this morning, we're going to talk a little bit about connection and community and the power that that brings. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we get started, though, um, and before we forget, you know, when you're ready to work with us, connect with us, you can reach out to us on missinglogic.com forward slash connect dash us or go to our uh, new dash events page and check out what we've got coming up when our next work-life balance boot camp is opening. And uh, those are a couple of ways that you can connect with us outside of uh, the lives that we're doing here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, in our little bit of time together, we don't spend more than about 15 minutes. We try, right, to keep it brief. Uh, as I said, we're going to talk about, you know, the power of connection and community and just a little bit about what we've learned about that over the years. We've had a few lessons. Haven't we? <laughs> oh, yes, we have. <laughs> and so we're going to talk a little bit about how um, your troubles aren't necessarily unique. <laughs> And we're also going to talk about how others have a wisdom that you don't and how you can tap into that. And uh, and then we're also going to talk about um, we we are in this together. Right. There's a lot of uh, commonality and uh, shared purpose, I think, overall. And then we're going to talk about, too, that it takes a bit of intention and some time and energy to connect and be a part of a community. So we want to tap into all of our wisdom around that. Sure. Yeah, we do. So let's start out with your troubles aren't unique. Now, if you're like most of the leaders in healthcare organizations that we've worked with, you know, sometimes you're fairly certain that many of the challenges you face are very unique to you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've been working with healthcare organizations for over 30 years, supporting them in creating healthy healing work cultures. And we can tell you that the majority of challenges are not unique. And, uh, the, you know, so what we experience is the players in the organizations, um, they may look different. The situation may have some unique characteristics, but generally the challenges are the same. And so how do we know that? Um, because we've seen leaders face the same challenges over and over again across North America. <laughs> and uh, over seen, 30 years, <laughs> over 30 years. That's right. And we've seen them face the same issues over and over because they're often misdiagnosing the challenges as problems to solve instead of polarities that have to be managed. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Michelle, the same is true at the individual level. I mean, yeah. we've had that experience at organization level, but the true, the same is true for us as individual leaders, right? Right. And what you may or may not realize, right, is the challenges that you face 
personally as a healthcare leader, you know, seem unique to you, but they're really generalizable. In other words, they really are common across right. most of the healthcare leaders. And uh, and they apply to, to many different uh, people in all different roles, right? Oh, and uh, and this has really been a key a key learning, like the healthcare leaders that participate in our work life balance boot camp have had. Before coming into the boot camp, they're kind of like, oh geez, right? Like, woe is me, and this is my unique, my personal experience and my my uh, challenges with work life balance. But once they get into the boot camp and they connect with others and they hear from others, then they're like, wow they're experiencing that too. And they're not even in the same organization I'm in, right? Like, yeah, so they kind of have that aha, that yeah. what they thought was unique to them really isn't and that others are um, having the same experience. And it kind of really helps them to feel like they're not alone. And, uh, and that maybe uh, this is a broader challenge for healthcare leaders uh, at large. So yeah, that's such a great example. And, you know, we've had that experience of working with a large healthcare consortium. And so there's magic that comes out of just collective wisdom from a group like that. And um, I remember, you know, often thinking after either our virtual meetings together or face-to-face -face gatherings, just, it was just amazing how every contribution from every organization, every person just made everything clear and it made us stronger as a collective group as well. So there's really power in tapping into the wisdom of others because you may not be able to figure it out in your own little world, but when you can expand that to a community um, with a common vision or purpose, it is just so powerful. And, you know, Tracy, I was thinking about community a lot lately just with the pandemic going on. And one of the things I've noticed is, um, just the sharing of best practices across healthcare systems now is like, it's like unlike I've ever seen it before. And even at a local level where we live in West Michigan, um, we've seen more collaboration across different health systems. And it's really, again, about tapping what is best for everybody. Mm -hmm. And um, often it's been more of a preference pull of competition when it comes to how you work with organizations in your own community. But yeah. I've really seen the swing to collaboration and um, making some good decisions, not only for the public, but also giving consistent messages to the public of how to you know, prevent uh, further spread and uh, make sure everyone is um, staying as healthy as possible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I think about, you know, others, like, others have a wisdom you don't have reminds me of the wisdom from the field. Remember when we used to oh, have yeah. and clinicians and yes. different leaders would share their wisdom from the field, from their experiences. It was always so powerful, right? Very. It, it's real world stuff, right? And, um, you know, I, I participate in a number of coaching groups um, and have been involved in group coaching for uh, quite a while. And uh, I think, you know, if you haven't participated in group coaching, usually, you know, you're all on the call virtually, but one person at a time is being coached. And even when you're not the person being coached, I'm like, oh my gosh, right? Like there's so many pearls of wisdom because the experiences are generalizable. What's most unique is most general, right? Right. And so there's always something you can learn from somebody else's challenge, some insight that you're going to get, you know, that's being shared or some um, process. And I was on a call recently um, and the conversation was about commitment. And this individual brought up, you know, they were, they um, 
were pretty strong in commitment, but they felt like they had overcommitted, right? Which, Jesus, they had a commitment healthcare leaders, right? <laughs> and uh, and so they were like, but and they felt like their overcommitment was getting in the way of them making a really strong and firm commitment to their own well-being. And um, and somebody said, well, do a life inventory, right? Uh, the things that you're saying yes to that are keeping you from you know, saying yes to what you want to do, right? So what can, what are you saying yes to that maybe you could say no to that would free up that time that you need or that energy that you need to commit to your well-being? And I thought, oh, it's like a two by four to the forehead, you know, like, duh. <laughs> it's kind of like, wow, I hadn't thought about that. So again, people have had experiences, they've used different processes, you know, to move through challenges and you can just learn from that, right? And I, that happens in our coaching group as well, right? When when the clinicians are creating their action strategies for their work-life balance blueprint, I mean, they're all the time going, oh my gosh, I'm going to take that. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to do that. That's a great idea, you know? So, right, right. so much wisdom in the group just from their experiences and things that they think of that others have. Yeah. I love, I love it when that happens. Yeah. You know? fun. When one thought just, you know, yeah. makes someone just have a big aha. That's so yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it's really a wonderful thing that you don't have to figure everything out all by yourself. You know, we're not alone. We're not alone. Right. And um, mm-hmm. better yet that you don't have to recreate the wheel over and over again. And we're all about not recreating the wheel. (laughs) (laughs) So, and we learned that again, from being part of this uh, large consortium and Tracy, I think one of the biggest, um, and there's so many examples of what we were able to tap and actually co-create and produce. But I think one of the most powerful experiences I remember is just having that common knowledge and uh, common language when we did come together. And uh, for example, I remember when we uh, made the decision to collectively together identify the most common polarities in healthcare. Mm -hmm. And that was collective work that we did to create all of those polarity maps. And, um, and out of that work, out of that work has come more, just more foundational work to um, grow from, including um, having a validated assessment tool. And of course our mentor, and uh, wonderful colleague, Bonnie Wazorek, wrote the book, uh, Polarity Thinking in Healthcare, The Missing Logic to Achieve yeah. Transformation. But it all started with a core group of people in a retreat setting in West Michigan years ago, and it's continuing to, to live on from that as well. And as we work with healthcare organizations, you know, we leverage a common framework, the Healthy Healing Organization, or H2O Framework to establish that common ground and uh, to prevent the recreating the wheel syndrome again. (laughs) And, uh, you know, so it's really, and we apply that uh, to help organizations create positive and healthy healing work cultures. And um, when they come together too, it's the opportunity to really benchmark their progress and to learn from each other and really to become those best places to give and receive care. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really phenomenal work. Well, you know, it's that, shared purpose, right? Yes. And collaboration to know that everybody contributes something or more than we are separately, right? Yes, yes. But you know, I think the one thing too, uh, Michelle, to establishing a building community is you have to create that container of safety, right? Mm-hmm. And trust. Yeah. And um, I think that's just, it's just so essential, right? And that cre- it enables 
individuals to be open and honest and vulnerable and share, you know, and only when you do that, can you really get to the heart of what you need, right? And the transformation that you're looking for and the changes that you're looking for. So you really have to create that. And it really magic happens. It does. When safety is created, magic happens collectively and individually, right? And um, and that's what we found too in our in our groups as well. You know, as we work with healthcare leaders, create we create we work hard to create a very safe space. Um, it opens that door for individuals to grow, to write, feel free to share what they need to share. They make significant changes, right? Because of that, and um, and they feel that connection, that common purpose. You know, they do feel that we're all in it together, kind of a thing. Yeah, and. Um, and that just unleashes that, you know, that bond and that creativity of the participants. And and we always have, you know, our mantra is like, this is a no judgment zone, right? Like people are kind of hesitant sometimes to say what they want to say because they feel they're going to be judged or or they're judging themselves. I'm not good enough, right? They say, you know, have a negative kind of talk going. And we always say, this is a no judgment zone. And that means you can't judge yourself either, right? Right. <laughs> and the people are just so supportive, right? And they really rally behind each other. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that, you know, they do take risks and they do make changes because they know the group has their back. They're there to support them and cheer them on, you know? And there's nothing like being a part of that community and feeling that, you know, that you've got that kind of support, you know? And yeah, sometimes... Well you have to seek that outside of the organization that you're in, right? You need you need people who aren't in your space to help you see your space, right? Your environment, your situation differently. And I think that's a, a part of the power too. So, Well, I think magic was a great word to describe that. It yeah, really is. it really is. It's, it's just incredible. Yeah. Good morning, Vi. Glad you got your coffee and you're on. Yes. <laughs> Looks like she's having a donut too. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, we're getting ready to wrap up here. So I, we've shared a lot of the rewards of community connection, you know, and there, there are a lot of them. Um, but until you seek out those connections intentionally, right, invest yourself, invest a little bit of energy and time, um, those benefits will be elusive. And, um, you know, if you're like many healthcare leaders, the biggest roadblock that you experience is that time, right? Committing yeah. time, especially yeah. right now. Everybody's calling at you for your time, right? To take time to connect or be a part of a community that isn't directly related to what you're doing at work seems like, you know, um, seems challenging to some people, right? Yeah. But it's really not a matter whether you have time. It's a matter of prioritizing the time you have, right? And what you're doing in that time. It's kind of, you know, kind of goes back to doing that inventory, right? Yeah, it does. Every <laughs> it day. Does, right? <laughs> yeah. And so you might be starting to realize that, you know, just what you're losing when you don't prioritize making connections, being a part of community, right, with your peers. And and we know it's challenging right now. And it's been very isolating. We've been, you know, um, socially distancing. We've been not connecting with people physically, but it doesn't mean we can't connect virtually. And the opportunities are out there for you if you want them, you know, and, and, uh, and you can develop deep, meaningful connections and a sense of community virtually with others um, and share that kind of common purpose, right? To thrive as a healthcare leader and thrive as a healthcare organization. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, 
If you like what we're talking about this morning on Community and Connection, we really encourage you to listen to our podcast this Wednesday. It's going to be episode number 74, and it's with an amazing group of leaders that have experienced this type of community. So you get to hear in their own words uh, their ahas and the transformations that have been happening, and um, they're all part of some of our virtual coaching programs. So we really hope you tune in this week. And uh, so to recap for today, this morning... um, Well, so now you know that your troubles aren't unique. You know, we had to come here Monday morning to tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, whether it's at the organization or the personal level, you know, we always say what is most specific is generalizable. So we all experience it. We're all humans. Um, And also that others have a wisdom that you don't have. Um, And true power of connection and community is really about tapping into those experiences of others and benefiting from it, learning from it. And, uh, and number three, the third thing that we covered was that, you know, we're all in this together and that there are safe places where you can connect with others, share the journey with your um, colleagues, you know, really become part of a trusted group for the support that we all need and to step outside your comfort zone and know that you are supported, right? That we truly are in this together. Yes, we are. <laughs> and we'll leave you with just a couple of reflection questions. Okay. So first would be what are three ways that you could benefit from connecting with other healthcare leaders now? And what's one thing you could maybe stop doing that would enable you to devote time to connecting with others and be a part mm-hmm. of a community? And third is what experiences have you had that at personally as a healthcare leader that others could learn from. We don't often think what we've experienced is value to others, but it's a pot of gold to many other people, right? Yes. Yeah. So just give some careful consideration to that because there may be some, a lot of things that you could be sharing right now with others. And uh, to close out, just, you know, um, We've got a work-life balance boot camp that's going to be opening up in January, and we have an interest list. So if you are looking to be a part of a community, if you want to connect with others, especially around developing work-life balance for yourself, Mm -hmm. uh, we really encourage you to sign up on our interest list. And um, you can uh, actually go to our website. There's a little... um, place at the top, right? And at the very front of the website for you to click on and, uh, or you can go to our events page and uh, click there and join the interest list. And when you do that, then you're going to get our perspective paper on the three biggest mistakes leaders make when trying to achieve work-life balance. So you don't want to keep making those mistakes. It's a very, (laughs) it's costly. It's very costly, right? Yeah. So we encourage you to sign up on the interest list if this is something that you're at all remotely interested in. We'll keep you informed on when the doors are going to open for registration. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a wrap for Monday Morning Live. And we will see you back on Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern time for the Sunny Side Up show uh, with Tracy and Michelle, where we talk about all things positive and clink our wine glasses, trade our wine glasses. Coffee mugs for wine glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you on Friday. Have a great week, everybody. Have a great week.